Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Having It All. A podcast that explores the question, can we really have it all in life? My name is Matthew Bivens, and I believe that having it all means viewing life through a lens of abundance and love. You see, it's not about having anything, but instead about how we experience ourselves, other people, and life itself. In this podcast, my guests and I explore what having it all and creating your ideal life actually look like. We talk about the joy and contentment when you feel like you have it all, however it is that you define it. And we also talk about the profound and sometimes uncomfortable situations that you frequently must go through in order to create that ideal life. My goal with this podcast is that you walk away from each episode with new lessons that you can apply to your life, as well as real, raw stories of what having it all can look like. I want to spark the flame in your mind that asks, what does it look like to have it all in my life? So with that, join me in having it all. Today, I have something quite unique for you all. Instead of one of my normal interviews, I am publishing a phone conversation that I had with a close friend of mine, Sandy Chambers. Now, Sandy is one of the most highly conscious people that I know. She devours everything related to the topic of consciousness, books, videos, podcasts, anything that she can get her hands on that will elevate her consciousness. And she has read and reread the works of authors like David R. Hawkins, Marianne Williamson, Eckhart Tolle. She has studied and applied and surrendered to the processes that, you know, the sages and the gurus out there have given us all to follow. And every single time that I have the opportunity to go in with Sandy in conversation, I walk away just feeling like I need to take a breath and download all the information. Otherwise, I might overload my brain. Now, Sandy wanted my help in crystallizing her passion, which is why we scheduled this call. She had been doing some deep and critical thinking on what her true passion is, and she wanted uh, my help to help flesh out what that actually is. Um, As you'll hear, however, uh, we end up going in on so much more than just passions. We talk about things like personal mission statement and the power of words and subconscious scripting and a whole lot more. Be sure to listen to the entire interview. Um, because there's a lot of amazing things sprinkled throughout, and um, especially about two-thirds of the way through when Sandy shares her personal mission statement, and she gives some insight into the, the very intentional process that she, uh, that she used, the process that she went into choosing the words for her mission statement that make it so impactful. So with that, sit back and hang out and prepare yourself for a very, very powerful conversation and let's jump right in. Great morning, Matthew Bivens. Beautiful morning, Sandy Chambers. How are you being today? I am being fabulous. Thank you for asking. Wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. I'm very excited about our conversation today. Um, I've been looking forward to it since you proposed it. I don't know. What was it? Two, three, four weeks ago at, at COI? Yes. Yes, it. I got the download after you had shared with me one of your podcasts, and I thought, oh, let's explore. Let's have some fun, and let's explore with Matthew. So here we are. Very cool. Very cool. Well, um, share with me and for those listening why you wanted to get together like this. You said explore, um, but what are you interested in exploring? 
I'm interested in exploring the conversation about what goes on in my life and what goes on in others that keeps us rocking and rolling every day. And how does that translate in the things that we choose to do, the things that feel powerful for us, the things that we choose that may not be as powerful? How does all that puzzle fit together? And then how can we bring an awareness to that and be in a place of being awareness so that we can fully live our lives and fully engage So that's what I like to do and I like to have conversation about and I like to have conversations with people who are exploring in that way. And that means you. So here we go. (laughs) Nice. Well, uh, that's not a that's not a large topic at all. I think we'll probably probably be breezed through this in about five minutes. (laughs) Oh, That's wonderful. Well, so you and I have known each other for. I don't know, three years now? I think it's wow. been almost three Has years. Wow, it been three years? Woo! It's wild. It feels like a lot more, I think, because we've, we've spent a lot of time together and we've spent a lot of intimate moments together and um, really gotten to know one another. And, um, you know, we're, we're a huge part of each other's lives. We've been in the COI, um, Circle of Influence Accountability Group, for over a year now. And... We have a meeting tonight, actually. Is it at your house? I don't think it's at my house. Okay. Um, and it might be. You know how we are. We kind of <laughs> kind of let each other know at the last moment, and yeah, then we we're, we appear. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, either way, we it's Thursday, so we do have a meeting tonight. Yes. And uh, this is yes. thurs, Thursday evenings have become one of my absolute favorite nights of the week because of COI. Um, Absolutely. And that is also why I love COI too, is that uh, this whole thing about conversation mm-hmm. and being with people that I'm inspired to live life with and having a wonderful intimate space where I can trust and surrender and get powerful feedback for my life and be in a space where others are getting powerful feedback in a way that is nurturing and um, loving and giving. And we're creating um, amazing possibilities in life and for each other. And that is a really beautiful gift that COI provides, that um, atmosphere uh, that it provides. And so it is one of the most important things that I do and, and I'm a part of. So... Mm, absolutely. I mean, a, a lot of what having it all is about comes from the things that we've discussed in COI and a lot of the the values around the show or the values that I, I try to instill in the show, um, authenticity, transparency, vulnerability, courage. Those are things that I personally have, have um, exercised uh, repeatedly in COI because, I mean, a big part of what we do is is accountability, holding one another accountable, holding ourselves accountable. And so um, there's just so much that I've taken away from it and have put into this podcast. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. And, yeah. you know, Matthew, the accountability piece, I think, is that personal accountability and personal responsibility, I think, for me really looking at my personal responsibility to myself and my personal accountability to myself and really owning that in all of the small things that I do in um, not, sometimes I think it's more important the little small ways that I hold myself accountable to have like the conversations that are going on in in my head and the conversations that I have out loud and the simple words that I use and the simple ways that I move and I engage and the, in this, I call it in the secrecy of my conversations in my head, all of those small ways are 
adding fuel to the overall essence of the overall beingness of who I am. And so when I think about being personal responsible and personal accountable for those things, it becomes really critical, what I call like sweating the small stuff, you know, really looking at those really small details of the way that I'm living my life and those small choices that I'm making and to be around people who are reminding me of ways to do it and to ways not to do it. And then when I go to what I call to sleep or go unconscious, they're like, listen, hello, take a look at, you know, the choices that you're making and just look and see if you feel empowered by those choices. And um, that's really a quite a beautiful thing about being in an accountability group and then taking that on very personally. Absolutely. And one of the things that you said reminded me of um, a couple of days ago, I, I sent out this tweet. And it's a quote. And it says, whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become reality. And when you talked about those thoughts that you have about yourself in your mind, in your secrecy, when no one's around, or you know the way that you talk to yourself when you're in the bathroom and no one's there to hear, those words are powerful. And those ideas and the emotions you put behind those words, those beliefs about yourself, you know, they end up becoming your reality. And so I'm happy you said that because I think just a part of the process that you and I have gone through is really that uh, introspection and um, getting becoming aware of our language about how we think and speak on ourselves. And that's, you know, that's powerful. It is very powerful, Matthew. And the one aspect that you talked about is the feelings part of it. And how, how does it really resonate? When I think about, I like to keep things very simple. And I think about this whole uh, concept of everything is energy And I think about the vibration if, or the energy of words. And when I, even when I say, or have a voice that goes, and I think, wow, that was really judgmental and critical (laughs) because just the, almost like that voice of like disgust of, how I handled something or how I feel about what just transpired and in a conversation or the results that I got from something. And I think, wow, that's not where I want to go. But that was the automatic response to a circumstance. And I think, oh, I got some work to do so that my automatic feeling, my visceral response to something is instead of, oh, to something that is, more like, oh, oh, that's, that's fascinating. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. And so that's also, I think the feelings and the emotional part are also play a very big part in our association. And then what continues to create itself, you know, they say you can have two situations, right? And people will view a situation and come back to you and one person says, oh, my God, that was wonderful. Did you see how the interaction was and what created was really wonderful? And the other person said, that was a mess. You know, that was and that didn't really didn't resonate. There wasn't anything going on there. And you're like, did you guys did, did you guys just watch the same thing? You know, <laughs> yeah, but that's what happens. Right. It's fascinating. So. I'm tuning in. That is my goal to keep my, and you're young, Matthew, but you don't know those tuners that you used to have when you're, (laughs) (laughs) when you had to tune into the station and you got that, (laughs) and then you got, hello, this is, you know, V103, you know, and you're like, oh, my tuner is tuned in now. That's what I'm working on. (laughs) That's awesome. Keeping my tuner into... Uh, that empowering thoughts and words and actions. Wow. Uh, well, 
I I don't mean to derail this this awesome conversation, but I realized that I'm not being a great host right now because I didn't ask you to tell to tell us the people listening about yourself and who you are and and uh, and all that. We just jumped into the conversation because that's so so natural for us. But um, can you take a quick minute and just you know tell us about yourself? Yes, I will. And I that is how we do it, right? We always talk about it and we laugh that we go into the chambers with Sandy Chambers. So yes, we're we just do. used to diving in and going <laughs> in and and uh, having these really amazing conversations. So thank you. And yes, so here's a little bit about my um, background. And right now I lead a team of about 25 people in um, sales and event management. And um, I've done that for about 17 years now, different size teams, different areas of the country. And uh, so I've got to practice a lot in this whole thing about creating results and uh, got to practice with people about where their mindset is and, you know, with changes in all kinds of demographics and economy and all of that kind of thing. So it's been an amazing gift to me to be able to work over these 17 years in this one particular area to see how that translates into sales and inspiration and motivation and all of that. And uh, before that, I had, I, I call it my other life, I uh, was, I did interior design work. And so creating things, um, I loved putting pieces of the puzzle together. I loved getting the essence of a person and then creating this environment for them to be very, feel very empowered, whether that was their living space or their workspace. That was my uh, take on what being uh, a great designer was all about. So I got to work with that aspect and how environments and how um, physically it affected people and how their expression um, manifested in their in their environments. That was another great um, learning experience for me. But I've been on this path for this inquiry, this questioning, this conversation for a very long time. And um, I, my first thought came from a, um, I came from more of like my religious background. I got uh, attached to this gentleman called uh, his name was Chuck Swindoll, and he had this, it was a, a tape, like, you know, one of those cassette tapes. I hate to tell you, but it was a cassette <laughs> tape. That'll kind of date me here. Hey, I know cassette tapes now. I, I, oh, you I do? Had, okay. Yes, I had those. I collected those, so I know cassettes. <laughs> so I had this cassette tape, and I listened to this over and over and over again, and it was uh, called Living Above the Level of Mediocrity. And I thought, oh, that is that's what I want. I just don't want to like, la, 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 go through life. Like there's this juice, this vibrancy that I could feel that I, that life was emoting. And I thought I'm, I'm on a quest for this. So all of this time has really been this quest to say, Oh, don't tell me that I can have anything that I want. Don't tell me that I can uh, wake up every morning alive, energetic and enthusiastic. And then I'm living this experience that isn't quite there yet. So I'm like, okay, so people say that that's the way that it is, but I want to have the experience of that's the way that it is. So those are some of the practical ways that I've been exploring all of this and some of the internal ways of why I think I've created some of the things that I've created to explore. Mm. So. And, and, this is probably a loaded question, but, you know, what are you looking to uncover through your exploration? I am looking to uh, uncover. I think it's not so much un- what I'm getting to the point now. It's not so much uncovering as it is this sense of beingness about having the, giving myself the freedom to be 
me be this individual, authentic expression of me, having that um, courage, that ability to be in touch with that. Um, I love the word uh, becoming because I got a little out of whack about it one time when I was thought about it. It isn't about becoming something. I already am this thing. I'm already this essence of who I am. So it really isn't about becoming. But then I, I love words, and it is about to become, to come to be. And that is what I'm very interested in, this process of beingness. And from this beingness, then whatever transpires, whatever actually physically manifests will be this fabulous expression of something that I'm interested in experiencing. So I'm like, okay, that's a cool plan. <laughs> mm. You know what? Every every time we have a conversation, Sandy, for me personally, <laughs> there's always a mix of being right there with you. And then some of the things you say are just a little bit beyond my immediate ability to like wrap my hands around it and just own it. But every time we talk, I get, I think, a tighter and tighter grip around what around the just the insight that you that you drop. Oh, well, that is fabulous. <laughs> I love it. That's what we're all here for. And that's the other thing that really inspired me to have this conversation with you, Matthew, because I have all this stuff that goes on in my head and my thoughts and la, 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 la. And then speaking with you is this wonderful connection to letting me express and yet stay grounded and focused. I don't exactly know the words to use, but that's why I love having this exploration and this conversation with you. So thank you, my friend. Oh, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate these conversations as well. Just, you know, I, I love going in the chambers. I love going <laughs> in the chambers. You've been exploring for a while, and it's very evident when someone spends five minutes in a conversation with you because um, you have a, 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 a way of looking at life through a lens that is... It's powerful. It's, I think it's, it's truth. You know, like you've never been somebody I've known who has used victim language, which to me says that you aren't looking through the, you know, you work on not seeing life through your lens and your story and your circumstance. Um, you, you, you work on seeing life as it truly is. And so when I get feedback from you and when I'm in a conversation from you, those are the types of things that I'm hearing. And I think it's, it's, it's important for those listening that, you know, when you are, if people are going through their own self-reflection process, their own exploration, their own discovery, to do what they can to separate themselves from their story and then how things really are. And that's what I've I've come to appreciate in you when I do get to talk. To, you know, when we do have these types of conversations, mm-hmm. um, you you, you kind of you help me get to that place where I can see things as as close to as they are as possible. Because I realize that I am always seeing them through my eyes, and there is always going to be a filter um, filter that through which I'm viewing life. Yeah, and Matthew, you know, the more that you talk about, the more that I talk about, like my story the more that I'm adding um, water to that plant. Mm. I'm adding water to those seeds of, quote-unquote, my story. Instead of what am I, what are the seeds that I want to be planting? Where is it that I want to explore? And because this world is about this amazing array of possibilities. So I am interested in watering those seeds of possibility and the, any moment that I divert any ounce of 
sight on quote unquote my story, then there I go watering, <laughs> watering, you know, the field to the, uh, the, you know, the past and getting plants and getting fruit that's growing from my past, even if it's just moments ago. And there's an honoring that goes on for that because all of that that has gone before has been a tremendous gift to my life, even at the moments when I have not felt that at all. And so there's an honoring of the past and yet I am really working on that part of keeping my watering and keeping my fertilizer. Oh, and I like that. Like all the shit that happens, I keep using that <laughs> fertilizer Yeah. <laughs> for my new plants. <laughs> I love that. The watering of the seeds, holding on to the shit that happens, and that's your fertilizer. Yeah, and using that stuff as fertilizer. Oh, my gosh. So, and, you know, Matthew, it's not... Um, I mean, this whole growth, I mean, it's been a long, a long road in really, it's like going to, I mean, we spend time in the gym. We spend time at the playground, really looking at how our, um, how we're participating in life with this physical body. And when I first went to the playground and um, took my first game day, there were things that I couldn't, I couldn't even do one squat hold, right? I, like I was not in a place to even do one squat hold. But that's because there was no reps in that particular environment or that particular repping my actual physical body. Now I can do quite a few squat holds and I can max out my beginner game day in my squat holds. You know, we're rocking and rolling on the beginner aspect of squat holds because that's because I've repped. So that's the other part when I, that all of this life experience and all the things that my intention through this all, I can see the thread running from the very beginning. The intention has been around this awareness and this awakening. And um, that's why it, like that's why I think it sounds a lot like it sounds when it comes out is because there's been so many reps that's gone on in that in that way in that awareness in that consciousness piece I've, that's where I've repped a lot of my life yeah I've I've experienced those reps absolutely mm-hmm. so you mentioned your you know your story and how you don't want to be adding water to that story and. Um, you know, spending your time in the past, although you appreciate the past. Um, what, where is it that you see yourself going? Like, where do you want to go? Where do you want to take this, these conversations around consciousness? What do you want to do with the reps that you've put in, in that area? Matthew, for me, all along my journey, there were conversations in a book a uh, audio tape, a lecture, a mentor, a random conversation, a, a random um, something, some quote or something that I random ran across that I felt the connection to that gave me a piece to the puzzle, that gave me... Um, I know people don't like to use the word hope, but it gave me hope that, or it gave me courage to continue on the journey. And that is my, that's my purpose in having continuing on the conversation that if I'm speaking something out loud in whatever capacity, or I'm having a conversation with someone that there is a, exchange of energy or exchange of spark that they that they then resonate with their own inner being in a way that they haven't before or that it's like that inspiration you know that 
inspire to like light that flame inside. And then they have the aha moment. Oh, oh, that connection to who they are in that space that creates in that space of who they are, their beingness. And then from that place, they keep courageously moving forward on their journey. That's the why I do it. All of those people that were spoke for whatever reason they spoke for gave that to me. And so that's why I do what I do now in whatever capacity that I do is because someone did that and it benefited me. And that's why, well, why I want to, you know, I don't even know if give back is the word. It's just that that's the calling that comes to me is to speak that and do that and be that. So I just say, okay, let's roll. And I don't have a clue as to what it's going to look like. I just know that, that that's what I want to do and be. And so if it's a one-on-one conversation, if it's, just the energy of my beingness, you know, sometimes I think it's just me being willing to connect authentically to my beingness. The more that I can truly be, that that then energizes all of us to be authentically more in our beingness. So I'm like, okay, great. I'm in. And then however it turns out, if I get the inspiration to call my friend Matthew Bivens and say, Hey, <laughs> let's have a conversation. Then that's what I do. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so let me, let me try and, or I'm not going to try. I'm going to Reiterate what you you said. Thank you, Matthew, for making those powerful choices in words. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I am going to reiterate what you said so that I am clear that I understand and so that you can, I I think, get very clear on like the one sentence purpose. Because what you said was, I think I got it, you know, but it it was a little long. So I want to see if we can get to like a one sentence purpose purpose and what i understood you say was that through who you are being through your conversation you want to be able to inspire aha moments in other people so that from that moment that they interact with you they can be more powerful move more powerfully on their journey i love that matthew bivens Okay. Will you send that to me in an email when we get done? <laughs> I will. I'm gonna write down I'm gonna write down the exact time that I said that and I will get that to you. That is fabulous. You know, it's really powerful too, Matthew, when I uh I've been resistant a lot in my life to this whole thing about goals and and hello, I'm in sales. So I <laughs> So much of my life is, you know, around this specific reaching a goal type of thing. But there was a lot of resistance to a goal. There was a lot of resistance to putting things um, because I thought, well, what do I know, really? There's so many possibilities out there. Like I thought that it was very limiting to put a goal or an idea or one thought in place until I really allowed myself to, to develop my mission statement. And then that, from that, it, that was like this mm, someplace it gave me to say, I could read it and then I could say, is what I'm doing aligning with that? It was a great, like a North Star kind of gauge. That, and that was a really a powerful thing. And it was a powerful process for me to walk through, um, Day Adioba with uh, Your Day Balance Game spent quite a few hours with me uh, processing and getting me to really uncover my mission statement. And when I did, it was like a tremendous light bulb that went on. And it has been a really powerful thing for me over the last, I don't know, two and a half years 
Can you share your mission statement? Yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So those kinds of things. So goals and mission statements and, and like the one liners, like that you just helped me to frame are, um, or can really contribute to um, helping kind of, I think, get through sometimes when the waters get muddy or murky or it gets dark. You know, there's that um, wonderful light, you know, that it adds on. I mean, the darkness is a beautiful place because you know light then when you have dark. You know clear when you have muddy. So all of it is really a beautiful thing. It's the relationship to it. How am I relating? And I tell you, the, the one of the gifts that I love from the Your Day Balance game is the um, objective. I think of the game, if I'm using the words correctly, is the, um, the health of my habits and perceptions. Are they powerful enough to create joy each and every moment in the face of circumstances? That is beautiful, right? So yeah. it's the health of my habits and perceptions. How healthy, how powerful am I relating to life in a way that I am joyful no matter what the circumstances? Like now that is really a yummy thing to play for. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yes. Now let's, let's go back to your mission statement real quick. Can you recite it for me? Absolutely, it would be my pleasure. Wonderful, and you have it memorized, correct? Yes, you, I do. It's not just written on paper; it's memorized. And then the next step, which I think you're doing or have done, is internalizing it so that you just are your mission statement. Absolutely, that is really important. Yeah. And um, I'll tell you a quick story. When I learned. Um, or I've practiced even that when I'm in a uh, stressful situation, I really start tuning in on what my automatic responses are to stressful situations because then to me that tells me what's really what's really reverberating down on the surface, underneath the surface of who I am. And so when I'm at the playground and I'm in a bridge hold, I will start reciting my mission statement so that when my body is starting to freak out because I've been holding this bridge hold for a while, I start reciting my mission statement so that in that stressful physical situation, I'm connecting to a powerful statement. So that's also the way for me to begin to really internalize it and to really make it um, part of the fabric of who I am. So, I will recite. Yes, please. Thank you. My mission is to continuously awaken myself and others to living an authentic and purposeful life through being a source of enthusiasm that empowers myself and others to engage, connect, and serve by creating an inclusive space that aligns with principles, fosters courage, and generates the relentless pursuit of possibilities inspiring a choice for transformation that ignites a guttural brush fire within, resulting in the everyday experience of peace, love, and joy. Wow. There we have it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love your mission statement. It is, every word in that mission statement is intentional and powerful. And I think my favorite phrase is guttural brush fire. That is so, that's so visual. I'm, I'm seeing that right now. Yes. And you know, that has taken on lots of different meetings and different associations as I've um, internalized it over the last, you know, few years. Because initially when I wrote the guttural brush fire, I thought about, um, you know, that, uh, just the 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 passion to like get shit done right that yeah to get it done and then as i've been moving through and realizing 
Yeah, I mm, I don't want to attach myself so much to getting shit done. Is it is it who am I in the beingness of it? So now the guttural brush fire to me is more as that allowing myself the full expression of the passion that is me to ignite to how powerfully can I allow that fire to burn, to shine, to be the beingness. How much can I allow my beingness to really um, drive, to really empower my life? So that's the big difference in the internalizing as I've been internalizing my mission statement, how it really changes. I think that's so important that you pointed that out because um, for, for those listening, if you have a mission statement, um, then, and if you don't, the, you know, you can, you can meditate on this, but the intention behind what you say is very important because what you just, what I heard you say was at one, at some point, guttural brush fire meant getting shit done. But then you realize that's not what, that's not the end result that you wanted to experience from a guttural brush fire. Because what I, you know, when I picture guttural brush fire, that's something that it's that, like you said, it's that passion. It's that ignition of just your being, you know, your, your essence. And so I like that you put in your mission statement, ignites a guttural brush fire within resulting in the everyday experience of peace, love, and joy. Because getting shit done doesn't necessarily result in peace, love, and joy. It, it may result in momentary happiness or, you know, the feeling of the weight being off your shoulders. But peace, love, and joy comes from something entirely different. And I know that when I went through my mission statement process, um, I also sat down with Day, and we were looking at the second version of my mission statement. And the first thing he did is he looked at the mission statement, he read the first line, which was to love myself towards a state of balance. And he said, hmm, it's fascinating how the things in your life, what has shown up in your life is a direct result of what is in your mission statement and the way that I wrote it. Because I, I wasn't writing my mission statement from a, a place of full awareness of the implications. Because mm. what you put in your mission statement, the universe is going to serve up to you. Mm-hmm. And it's so important that we are very intentional about what we put in the mission statement and that we think about the potential consequences of the words that we choose. You know, because if you didn't use the phrase guttural brush fire and if you didn't clarify it by putting peace, love, and joy, something entirely different could mm-hmm. have manifested. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it goes for mission statements particularly, but it applies to so many, so many more things. Like if you're, you know, you and I are big with the Louise Hay affirmation calendars. Right. And, you know, there are some words in those calendars that just don't resonate with me. And so, you know, I'll pull out my Sharpie and I'll scratch it out and I'll write yes. a different word, you know. <laughs> and because every word, every word has has meaning and energy to it and a power to it. And if we're not very intentional with the words that we write down or the words that we speak, then things manifest and we're like, holy crap, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that. But you can almost always go back to those words that were used, or in this case, in your mission statement, the words that were written down. And so I know because I know you and I know Day and I know the process that every word in your mission statement is intentional and you've thought through it and it's manifesting your experience right now. And you know, too, Matthew, I think the allowing, giving myself permission to allow the process Um, you know, the whole thing about life is a journey, not a destination. It really is giving myself and loving myself through the journey. And when, just like you had this mission statement and then, then you got feedback or you, someone's like they said, oh, Matthew, look at what this could possibly mean. And then you were like, oh, my God, that 
that does resonate with me that way. That's not exactly, that's not where I want to go. So those are the, and, and then again, it's like saying, oh, great. Oh, I get to uh, formulate something different. I get to choose something different. I get to create a more powerful context around that. I, I, but you're relating to it really powerfully. You're giving yourself permission to, you know, dance through life. I love the, uh, Aaron Neville has this song. I'm sure he's singing it from somebody else called La Vie Dansant. So it's the dance of life. That's what I think. It's this movement, this fluid movement through life that I give myself permission to dance through life. And that's what I love that you were like, oh, oh, that's why I love when I say fascinating. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. this is fascinating. Like it gives myself this permission to like soak it in and see how I like it and what goes on and, and to explore it and question it and, and relate to it. So I love the, the dance of life. It's a beautiful gift. Yeah, I think that a lot of our conversation today has circled around um, the choice of words and the, the, what we, how we choose to relate to things. Like, for example, you just used the word fascinating, which uh, for those listening who know Sandy, we all know fascinating is, <laughs> is Sandy's word. But um, for those who don't know, now you do. But like if, if you know, a circumstance happens in your life, if uh, your spouse serves you up with divorce papers, you know, your initial response could be all sorts of things right? But if you choose a word like fascinating, then it gives you that permission to explore what that really means, you know, mm-hmm. what it means to you. Um, and, and I'm not saying that every, every circumstance in life, you're immediately, you know, you're playing to get to that space where you're immediately just, wow, that's fascinating. And there isn't any emotion behind it. But when we can actually, and I'm pulling from Stephen Covey right now, you know, when we can put a space between the stimulus and response, like that's just that's that's power to me. Mm-hmm. That's power. Yes, mm. it really is. And you know, then the space. I mean, what did they say too about music? Is that what really creates the music is the space between the notes. Yeah. You know, and that space that's allowed between stimulus and response between the notes is really where the connection, the download to this um, energy source, this God, this what well, I don't whatever you want to call it, you know, that the the place where there is the place of creation, the place of choice, that's where it really happens, is in that space. Mm. And um, that's where the magic happens, Matthew. It is. The magic it does. So let's get back to talking about passion because I know that's, that was a big goal of this conversation. And we were at a, you know, I'll say like a thousand foot view looking at your passion and, and taking it from a few sentences down to a single sentence. I'm going to kind of challenge you to talk about your passion now at an even lower level. So let's go from a thousand feet down to 500 feet and maybe, you know, open yourself up to a universe download. Maybe it'll happen now, maybe as soon as we hang up the phone. But what does it look like for you to be living out your passion? You shared some things, but I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if we can, maybe we just rap about it for a little bit and just talk about what it actually looks like for you to be living that passion. That is fabulous, Matthew, because, you know, I don't, that's my biggest resistance is goals and like, what does know, it really look like? So, <laughs> but we also I'm know, the, good we also know the power month. of like the mission statement and putting it out there and how it's created. So, <laughs> yes, that's right. And um, so for me to have a, um, environment, to have a um, space, I don't know exactly the word, um, 
that where I have the ability to really to connect to people, masses of people, individual people, um, where engaging in a conversation on a daily basis uh, that is where, where it's really where we're um, intentionally having a creative, empowering conversation that creates amazing results. Those, that type of an environment, whether that's dealing with, you know, I could care less whether it's dealing with a product, dealing with a, um, a lifestyle coaching environment, whether it's, um, I, 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 that is like the juice for me is that especially even in my office, that, that's part of what I've created in this culture that I'm in right now is that I'm interested in having empowering conversations with my team about whether we're talking about business coming in or we're talking about their relationship to how they're relating to their business. It's the same for me. It's like that's what gives me the juice is when I can have those kinds of conversations with an envir- uh, a group of people, um, I can also engage a large mass of people that we are having the potentiality to make uh, a small degree shift in a race consciousness. I mean, wow, how mm. fabulous is that to be able to make a minute degree shift in race consciousness? That is... It's a huge game. I, I would think that I, I, you know, that would be nirvana for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the part that um, I am inviting in. And I think it, and it starts with this conversation with you in this wonderful environment. Um and that I haven't, it's not just a conversation that's rattling around in my head or that it's just with a small group of people where I feel like it's safe. It's like my ability to be able to speak it out in whatever form and however wide and broad it um, can go that I allow that and I invite that that is yummy and fascinating. Mm, that's clear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I will share what part of what I envision because I've thought about this and you know, like I said we've had conversations about what it looks like for you to be living your passion and living your greatness and just being in your presence to me is a powerful experience. And I think that when you are in your your zone, when you are in your flow of just sharing the wisdom and the insights, you have an energy about you and you have an animation about you. You 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 make these big gestures and you bring the concepts, you really bring the the feeling behind what you're saying to life through your body. And so I envision something where people can see you. That might look like you on a stage where people are watching you. It might look like you in front of a camera. But I think that the visual element is important because you're beautiful. You have a powerful presence. You speak through gestures and you speak with your body. And all of those things, I think, help to really connect your message with the person on the other end who's receiving it. And, you know, you could have a radio show. You know, it could be your voice. You could write books. I see both of those things for you, but I see your, your greatest impact when people are able to see you and experience you that way. Um, so maybe that is, there are like one-on-one um, engagements or group engagements or you on a stage, you in a camera, but you just have this this visual, I don't even know the word, something about seeing you when you are delivering your message to me 
is powerful and I can't take my eyes off you. And so mm-hmm. I think that that I envision that as part of your delivery mechanism of your message and your greatness. Well, thank you, Matthew, for that feedback. And you're welcome. It it is get being in the zone, uh, being in the download of the information. The mm. just like when you and I said, we're not going to talk. We're just going to organically have a conversation, which we do all the time is organically have a conversation. Yeah. There is this being in the zone that allows and trusts the process. And so I, I love the visual component. So get it together, Matthew, and let's start the next one with the visual component. Okay. Yeah. We'll make it happen. <laughs> we know enough I'm people. In. Awesome. We, we have enough people <laughs> in our inner circle who have, uh, cameras and cinematography and connections with all sorts of visual geniuses. So we'll make that happen. That is cool. Mm. Let's rock it. Sandy, I have two last questions for you. And and, uh, um, since we are nearing the end of our conversation, um, I'll challenge you to answer them in, you know, 30 seconds or less, maybe with a sentence. The first question is, now, you know, the context of this show, having it all is it means viewing life through a lens of abundance and love and all stands for abundant, loving life. I'm curious, what does having it all mean to you? Having it all means to me making the connection, engaging and serving period. I love it. Very cool. Wonderful. And my last question for you as we come to a close here, I want more Sandy insight and Sandy wisdom for, uh, that I can meditate on for the rest of my day until I see you in about seven hours. (laughs) Can you, can you leave me and everybody listening with um, just a piece of wisdom that we can chew on for the rest of the day. Yes. So what comes to me to say is that embracing yourself in love, unconditional love, no conditions to love yourself. You are freely loving unconditionally and starting with your beingness, your internal being. There you go. Mm. I love it. I wrote Meditate that down. away, my friend. I cannot wait till tonight till you tell me. Yes. This is this <laughs> the is aha moments <laughs> from today. Oh, <laughs> uh, and there, there's at least been uh, there's been a couple. There really have been. And this is gonna be the magic I share. This is gonna be part of my magic and um Absolutely. Yeah. This is part of the magic That's that we beautiful. will share tonight. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, Sandy, thank you so much. Um I'm really appreciative of Every time I get to talk to you and learn from you and, and learn through you. So thank you for taking out some time before your morning, before your day. I know now you're going to go and do some amazing things with your team. So thank you for, for hanging out with me. Thank you, my friend. You are amazing and a gift. I love you. Mm, I love you, Sandy. Bye-bye. Two quick things before you leave. First, Did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep, that's right. We are one of the shows that calls Fireside Network home. That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, all you have to do is visit www.firesidenetwork.com forward slash having it all. From there, you can access all of the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests, and more. Second, we also have a standalone website for Having It All, where you can learn about me, discover how we further our mission at Having It All, and pick up some free content around creating your ideal life 
and just experiencing life more powerfully. You can find that at www.havingitall.co. Again, that's www.havingitall.co. Thanks again for listening to the show. Here's to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.